It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us for a special postcast edition of the podcast. Short form version of the podcast as we recap BYU's 13-3 loss to San Diego State, snapping a five-game win streak for Kalani Satake's program. Get you some of my thoughts, some of the stats and notes that you need to know from tonight's game. And of course, it's all brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Love having them on board with this podcast and can't thank them enough for their continued patronage of the show. With that rundown out of the way, let's get to it. Postcast edition of Locked On Cougars as the Cougars fall to the Aztecs. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a special postcast edition of the podcast, recapping BYU's 13-3 loss to San Diego State. And man, that's a rough way to finish out your regular season, honestly. I think that's the first thing out of the way. And of course, this is your daily podcast focused on BYU. If you want to join us each and every day, we have coverage for you as we break down how the Cougars do. And tonight, not great on offense, plain and simple. BYU loses 13-3 to San Diego State. With the loss, BYU drops to 7-5 on the season. They're headed to the SoFi Hawaii Bowl on December 24th. We'll find out their opponent a week from now as Conference Championship Weekend plays out next weekend and then all the kind of the bowl slots are filled on that Sunday and we'll of course have that for you guys whenever BYU's bull opponent is announced. But BYU loses 13-3 in this game, and this is a game that BYU had every right to be in should have an opportunity to win it, but the offense failed them in this game. Uh, turnovers in particular. Zach Wilson intercepted twice, also got a strip sack on a flea flicker play where uh, the left side of the offensive line failed to contain their guys on that back side of that play, and as a result Zach Wilson strip sack. so BYU loses the turnover margin 3 nothing, and not surprisingly they lose this game 13-3. to I want to first things first give credit to San Diego State. That Aztec defense looked every bit the part of a top 10 nationally ranked defense, plain and simple. That's the best defense in my mind that BYU has faced since the season opener against the University of Utah. Utah's absolutely stifling opponents, and I don't think San Diego State, in terms of what they're doing, is too far off of that. Very impressive showing from San Diego State and Rocky Long's defense. BYU had no answers for the for the what Aztec what the Aztecs were 
were doing on defense. The offensive line for BYU struggled tonight. It's been a little bit of a mishmash of guys this latter half of the season for BYU, mixing and matching lineups along that offensive line. I thought they were exposed tonight. San Diego State brought the heat all night long, and BYU could not hold up under pressure. Zach Wilson struggled in this game. There's no doubt about it. I know he went over 300 yards in the game, uh, threw the ball 53 times. That's not ideal. BYU couldn't run the ball. Uh, They finished with 78 total yards rushing, an average of 2.9 yards per carry. BYU played right into the hands of what San Diego State loves to do. Rocky Long, the head coach at San Diego State, loves to absolutely grind opponents down, and that's exactly what his team did to BYU tonight. He's more than happy winning fo- football games 13-3. to He would have been fine if they won 6-3. to He would have been fine if they won 10-9. to He doesn't care. As long as his team wins, he's a happy guy, and I think most football fans at your core, plain and simple, all that matters at the end of the day, or at least in my mind, it should what should matter is the scoreboard. At the end of the day, if your team has more points than the other team, you're generally going to be pretty happy about it. Will you quibble with things here and there about that win? Absolutely, but you're going to be much happier in a win than you are in a loss. And that's, I think that's kind of our just how we are programmed as human beings. We love to win. We love to be on the winning side of things. I think that's just it, it's human nature to want that. But BYU loses 13 to three. They snap a five-game losing streak. They're now seven and five on the season, heading into that bowl game. A couple of takeaways for you guys. BYU needs to figure out what's going along going on along this offensive line. I understand that they've lost two starters ostensibly for the season in Tristan Hodge as well as Kiefer Longson. But that doesn't mean guys like Brady Christensen and James Empey don't share some of the blame with this offensive line. They have got to get these five guys in sync. They have not done that to this point this year. It's been a rough go for the Cougars this year along the offensive line considering they were expected to be one of the chief strengths for BYU offense, BYU's offense entering this season. It's been a struggle for them. They've got to get things figured out in that regard. Do I have a perfect answer for it? No, but they do have uh, some time now. They have 25 days between their final regular season game and the bowl game here to get their 15 allotted bowl practices in place and I would expect that they're going to use every minute they can, speaking of Kalani Sitake and his staff, particularly guys like Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos. They need to figure out what's going on with this offensive line and get them all on the same page and working in sync. Second thing that needs to be improved, BYU's kicking game is woeful right now. I know Kalani Sitake quibbled with Jay Drew using that term with Jake Oldroyd's issues uh, last week, or earlier this week, actually, in our in the weekly press conference that they hold. He, you call, he called it, why are you calling it woes? Well, it is woes, because BYU benched Jake Oldroyd in this game at kicker, put Skylar Southman. Southman was one for three tonight. Clanked one off the upright, missed another completely and snuck his only attempt that he made just inside the upright. It looked like it was going to clank off the upright in its own right just before sneaking inside the upright. So, kicking issues bound for BYU and special teams as a whole has been an issue for the Cougars this year. After being a strength relatively for BYU uh, during Kalani Satake's tenure to this point they've struggled in multiple aspects They've struggled with the return game all season long. They've struggled in coverage with multiple units throughout this season at points. And now the kicking game has just been absolutely awful. They can't make it, they don't have a reliable field goal kicker. Jake Oldroyd was benched in this game. Skylar Southam goes one for three. The punt game for BYU was absolutely horrendous. Jake Oldroyd came out and hit two punts that I think neither of them traveled 40 yards. Danny Jones came in in replacement of Jake Oldroyd at punter at one point and only had a 33 yard punt of his own. BYU could not get out of their own way on special teams, and it absolutely killed them in this game. Because conversely, 
San Diego State's punter absolutely kept pinning BYU back every time. He was putting punts inside the 20, inside the 10-yard line with regularity. And it, it just it wasn't good enough from BYU on in special teams, honestly. And it wasn't good enough on offense, obviously. I don't think I need to say that. BYU struggled on offense. The defensive effort for BYU tonight, normally if you hold an opponent to 13 points, you can expect to win games. Alas, BYU put up over 400 yards of offense and scored only three points in a loss. I saw a Cougar Stats or BYU Stats man on Twitter uh, tweeted out that he couldn't find in his records back to 1978 BYU, uh, a game of BYU going over 400 yards of offense and only scoring three points. Uh, Jake Edmonds at JakeKUTV on Twitter pointed out it actually happened in 2002 or 2003 against UNLV, the only other time BYU has put up 400 yards of offense and only come away with three points in a game. So a rough loss. BYU limps into bowl season now. There's multiple injury concerns. Kyrus Tonga was playing injured tonight in this game. Bracken Elbacker was not able to go. Uh, Chris Wilcox is out. He might be out for the season once again after getting injured in practice. Their injury concerns abounding for BYU as they get ready for their bowl game in Hawaii. The good news is, is they have almost four weeks to prepare for it. Hopefully some of those guys who are banged up can get healthy for this bowl game. And let's be honest, going to Hawaii for a bowl game, if you're going to play in a also-ran bowl game like BYU is by and large, and I don't mean that in a bad way, Every bowl game, except for three, four, or five of them, is actually pretty much an also-ran game. It's just a glorified extra game. They call it a bowl game, but it's just an extra game for your team to go out and play. And BYU, in terms of where their locale is for a bowl game, they win. Going to Hawaii is one of the best places I can think of to go to a bowl game. But BYU has a lot of work in front of them. they got to get this offense in sync. Zach Wilson doesn't look fully healthy. I can tell you this much. Baylor Romney and Jaron Hall, they have injury concerns of their own. I don't think there's a perfect answer for for BYU at the quarterback position right now. I don't blame BYU fans, those of you listening to this, who question why BYU didn't put Baylor Romney in the game at some point tonight to give him a shot to see what he could do against San Diego State's defense. But the biggest concern is the San Diego State was absolutely blitzing the heck out of BYU and Zach Wilson's mobility actually kept him mobile and upright whereas the limited mobility that uh, Baylor Romney has right now with his injured foot I think would have become a li- would have become a liability for him. I understand why he would have wanted to see Baylor Romney. He's led BYU to one of their biggest wins of the season against Boise State. I absolutely get it. I just think that this defense, speaking of San Diego State tonight, they were absolutely ferocious. They were playing Playing balls to the wall, and they absolutely took it to BYU. And I think that tonight would have been a bad matchup for Baylor Romney personally. His inability to escape pressure with a bad wheel, a bad foot, I think would have hampered his ability to play in this game. But I, I get why people on Twitter, etc., were calling for Baylor Romney to get a shot against San Diego State. All things considered, at the end of the day, BYU loses loses this game 13-3, to and now they get ready for a bowl game. I'm interested to see who they will match up with in that bowl game. I'm hopeful it's a Mountain West team. I know Hawaii is playing um, in the Mountain West Conference Championship title game next Saturday, and if they lose that game ostensibly uh, Boise, against Boise State is who they'll play. If Boise wins that game, Boise is going to be in the mix for that G5, the Group of Five uh, New Year's Six slot, and if they get that, it probably puts Hawaii in the uh, Las Vegas Bowl, which is normally where the Mountain West Conference champion plays 
their bowl game if they're not in the New Year's Six. So playing Hawaii looking like more and more of a long shot. But I am hopeful that BYU plays against a Mountain West team unless you can get one of the upper echelon American Athletic Conference teams. I'm speaking of a team like a Navy, a Memphis, a, a, a Cincinnati. If you can get one of those teams, I get it. But I would, just my personal opinion, I would prefer to see BYU playing a Mountain West Conference team in that bowl game. We'll see how it goes. Of course, we'll have it covered for you from top to bottom. Um, some other news and notes for you. BYU basketball crushes Montana Tech today. They go 6-3 and three without Yoli Childs. He is back Wednesday night for his first game of his senior season as BYU takes on Utah. So congratulations to Mark Pope's team on another win today. And then a tough loss for BYU women's soccer yesterday. They uh, get bounced out of the NCAA tournament at the hands of number one seed Stanford 5-1. And Stanford absolutely dominated that game. I We have not seen Jennifer Rockwood's team dominated that thoroughly in quite some time and it's their first loss of the season and as such it is the loss that knocks them out of the playoffs and knocks them out of the NCAA tournament not necessarily the playoffs knocks them out of that tournament but a good season all the same for women's soccer and best of luck to Jennifer Rockwood's team as they look towards next year all right so there you go some of my, some of my thoughts as BYU loses to San Diego State the defense I thought they did their part of the job in tonight's game offense and special teams particularly in terms of field position battle and turnover margin. BYU absolutely failed and they need to get back to the drawing board and figure out what is ailing them. They have some time now to do that now as they get ready for a bowl game and of course we'll have all the coverage for you each and every day right here on Locked on Cougars your daily podcast all focused on the BYU football program basketball program and every other BYU football program that there is in the athletic department. Thanks again for joining us on a special postcast edition of the show. We'll talk to you bright and early Monday morning as I rewatch this game I'll share some more, some more of my thoughts from BYU's loss and as well we'll cover everything else going on in BYU sports more in depth for you as well this has been Locked On Cougars follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Cougars follow me at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter and also feel free to drop the show a note via email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. This podcast, as always, every day brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Give them a call if you have any needs financially, 801-456-7070, 801-456-7070. Thank them for their continued patronage and title sponsorship of Locked On Cougars, speaking of Deseret First Credit Union. All right, signing off, I'm Jay Catch. Talk to you guys soon. This has been Locked On Cougars. Special postcast edition is BYU Falls to San Diego State, 